clearly there's some concern about this. I've done a bit of trying to probe this myself. I understand that this has been in the country for around about 40 years, but there really has been a significant increase in the number of cases this year, hasn't there? Yes, um, thank you. Absolutely. Um, Typically, on an annual basis, uh, around 80 cases of listeriosis are diagnosed countrywide, and this is both from the public and private sector. However, this year, from the 1st of January until the 29th of November alone, we have 557 cases. So certainly this, this is an outbreak of unprecedented proportions um, for our country. How serious is this? Because, I, again, I understand it's, you know, some people could very well, you know, have it and not really know about it, but others it could be fatal. Yes. So um, it's thought that most people who are exposed to listeria likely don't develop any disease and, and don't show any signs of illness. However, persons that are in certain high-risk vulnerable groups, when they're exposed to listeria, they have a risk of developing severe disease. And this includes predominantly pregnant women who, when they are infected with listeria, may not develop severe disease themselves, but the listeria passes on to the, the baby in utero. And um, stillbirths and miscarriages can happen as a result of the infection. And as well as the, when, when the baby is born, um, there's a very high chance that the baby is born with the listeriosis. And that has uh, what, what we call a mortality rate or a death rate of around 30%. The other groups of people who are typically at high risk include um, elderly people, generally over the age of 65, and then those persons of any age who have underlying illnesses that weaken the immune system, and particularly HIV infection and persons with underlying cancer of any form or on immunosuppressing agents for, for any underlying disease, and even those with diabetes, heart disease, um, liver and kidney disease. So, so how well do the, the data we have on those who succumbed this year sort of mirror those typical um, incidences? Right. So from the data we have of the 557 cases for the year, we know that 37% of them are in neonates. So these are babies under the age of 28 days. And this reflects that these babies were exposed to listeria infection um, in utero. In, in other words, the mom was exposed to listeria and became infected, and then the baby was infected as a result. Then the other age group we're seeing a high proportion of cases is persons aged 15 to 49. They're accounting for around 33% of cases. And that may reflect the fact that um, you know, pregnant women fall into that age group, as well as um, our, our background high prevalence of HIV in that age group. The geographical spread of this is primarily in Gauteng, but it's not exclusively in Gauteng. Ideally, you find the smoking gun and go to the source and say, well, this is where this is coming from. Explain the challenges you, you have in doing that. All right. So... 
The challenges are, as you say, although it was, it's predominantly in cutting, over 60% of the cases have been in cutting alone, we're now seeing cases from across all provinces in the country. And the biggest challenge with listeria is that it's, we know that it will come from, from some contaminated food source that all these people have been exposed to. But the difficulty is that many types of food sources and food items can become contaminated with listeria. So this includes all ranges of meat products, um, dairy products, fruits and vegetables have also been shown to cause listeria outbreaks overseas, as well as a range of what are called ready-to-eat products. So um, the, how, how we try and investigate it to find the source is we need to get comprehensive histories from people who are diagnosed with hysteria to see what foods they've consumed in the months prior to developing illness because the incubation period for listeriosis, in other words, the time uh, between when you've consumed the contaminated food and you actually become ill, is, is quite variable. And often the problem is that, that persons don't remember everything that they've eaten in the last month. And it's also quite difficult to um, get that information from patients. You know, a lot of these patients are quite critically ill at the time, and it's, um, it's been a challenge to try and get good food histories on all of these cases, to try and identify a common food type that all of these people have been exposed to. The other challenge is that we've seen cases from both the private and the public health sector. So we, are, um, we believe, in fact, that it's a food item or food source that is widely distributed, that is most likely commonly consumed by people across many socioeconomic groups. So it just makes it much more difficult to pinpoint um, the exact source.